Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. We so miss our live events, regardless of uh, what it involves. But the good thing is, in 2022, we welcome back a live face-to-face experience that we have come to love, the Midwest Horse Fair. In studio with us is the manager of the show, Megan Hanischuk, who has been patiently awaiting the opportunity to make this announcement. Let's go back, Megan, and help people understand about the Midwest Horse Fair. Many people enjoy it, look forward to it, uh, you know, set their watch by it, but I'm not sure everybody understands how it functions. Uh, Midwest Horse Fair is owned by the Wisconsin Horse Council. Explain to them a little bit about that because it helps better understand why had things had to happen in 2019, 2020. Right. The Midwest Horse Fair is owned by the Wisconsin State Horse Council, which is an organization that um, was established to completely aid the horse community. So all profits from the Midwest Horse Fair are returned to the Horse Council and then used within the state of Wisconsin, whether it's to give scholarships to equine enthusiasts, um, to better trails in our state for horseback riding, um, or provide grants to people in the community um, trying to better the horse industry. Um, So really, it comes full circle um, it's just such a special thing about Midwest Horse Fair is that through the Wisconsin Horse Council, we're able to give back so much. Yeah, and the and the community definitely not only uh, enjoys it, respects it, but uh, benefits directly. Now let's talk a little bit about 2019-2020. In case you've forgotten, folks, the Midwest Horse Fair is an event that traditionally happens in April. And if you remember April of 2019, chaos basically ensued around the world. And Megan, you guys got caught in the crosshairs. Explain some of the things that happened in 2019 and again in 2020, uh, 2021. All of that has uh, brought you to the studios for the good news on 2022. Yeah, so well, 2019 was our 40th anniversary event, which was an excellent event, one of our best years ever. Um, And then leading into 2020, everyone knows the pandemic hit in March. Um, and we're full swing. The, essentially, the full event is planned in March. And the rug just got pulled out from under us March 15th. Um, and everything shut down and canceled. And we're without option, without any place to go. We have a massive event that brings in 60,000 people, 500 vendors. Um, and it, we're just forcibly shut down. Um, switching gears, I mean, we immediately start pivoting and planning, shifting everything towards 21 um, and replanning again. But it was already um, in November of 2020 where the city and county of Dane knew that they were going to need the Alliant Energy Center for vaccinations and COVID testing um, again Without any options and without any choices, the rug was pulled out from under us, and it was a forced cancellation. Um, by no means did we just, you know, crumble. We um, certainly looked into other possibilities, other venues, um, other dates, and it's just not feasible for an event that size um, to do it successfully and to the standard that we're used to doing. Um, and that attendees and sponsors and um, participants expect. Um, 
But the good news is <laughs> we are back for 2022 and so excited. Everybody's excited about that. Megan Hanashik along with us, general manager of the Midwest Horse Fair. Now, do have to make sure we're clear. Two years without a show, that is difficult for any organization, any business, any festival, any event. How did you guys manage? How are you looking going into 2022? Yeah, without a doubt. it's We absolutely had challenges. Uh, fortunate for us, the Wisconsin Horse Council um, was very organized and strategic in having um, backup plans and, you know, a backup funding for a bad year or two, which we had. Um, so through that, we were able to safely hang on. And um, through a lot of great partnerships, our exhibitors, our sponsors, um, many people chose to simply roll over their funds to future years, um, some two years, um, moving to 2022, um, and giving us that security, uh, additional security to keep moving forward. So now we are looking full forward on 2022, a full event back in uh, at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison. By that time, we sincerely hope that we're mask-free and able to uh, see smiling faces. Tell us a little bit about uh, how you've planned for 2022. Many industries have changed, Megan, the way they look, the number of vendors that are out there. As we talked previously, some people just decided to write, retire. Uh, we're still having supply chain issues. So tell me a little bit about the conversations you've had getting things going for 2022. Sure. I, we're not immune to that. I, every industry is is seeing bits and pieces of that. Um, we hear a handful of people who chose to maybe retire early, um, you know, pivot to online only. Um, but the vast majority of our exhibitors are ready for an in-person event and they can't wait to come back. Um, you know, I'd say we're behind maybe about 5% of where we're usually at this time of year for signing up exhibitors. But uh, the plus side of that is we're typically sold out by February or March. We have time to fill that space um, and we will. Yeah, absolutely. Now, tell me a little bit about uh, some of the attractions. The acts, again, they suffered right along with everyone else when venues were canceled, everything uh, goes quiet. Tell me a little bit about what you've got lined up as far as attractions, educational events, and that type of thing, Megan. Yes. So, well, we're excited to bring back um, our feature entertainment Friday and Saturday night. The PRCA Rodeo will return. Um, it's always popular, always sells out early. Um, and within it, not only do we have the seven standard rodeo events, which in themselves are extremely entertaining to watch. We also bring in um, specialty acts, um, world's renowned clowns, entertainers, um, uh, Manu, who is a bull jumper, if you've ever heard, this isn't a bull fighter, bull jumper, literally runs at the bull and jumps and uh, essentially looks like he's flying over the bull. Um, mutton busting will have a uh, youth mutton busting competition within there. So action packed, um, as always. Uh, aside from the rodeo, we always bring in a number of great educators, clinicians, um, and this year we have two RFD TV um, stars, Chris Cox and Julie Goodnight, are coming, um, along with uh, Tammy Fisher, who is a barrel racer and seven time um, NFR qualifier. And from the English side of it, U.S. Dressage Federation 
Hall of Famer, judge, and competitor, Ann Gribbins. Um, so it, we're just tip of the iceberg what we've announced so far, some of those names coming out. We have a lot coming well into the winter. We'll be announcing some of those exciting names. Well, and uh, how do you suggest that people stay in touch with the activities and announcements at the Midwest Horse Fair? Because to your point, um, by the time they hear this announcement, they may just suddenly be remembering, oh, yeah, we want to go to the rodeo or, oh, yeah, we want to get our tickets in advance. How do you suggest that they stay connected to announcements and uh, any new developments? MidwestHorseFair.com is always going to have full resources organized by category for you to find. Um, Facebook as well, uh, MidwestHorseFair.com slash, or Facebook, excuse me, dot com slash MidwestHorseFair um, is going to have the latest announcements, you know, in order as you can see them coming out. Those are great resources. And they've also got a wonderful newsletter that you can get signed up for in case you do forget a website or whatever. Then you get that information immediately. Right. Link right on our website um, to get signed up for that. Is there any changes that were made? You know, the pandemic may have taught us a few things, too, about how to how to readjust our show or how to uh, bring in other elements. Is there anything that uh, that is new or different or looks different, Megan, in light of what we learned during the pandemic? Some of that is still in development. We may see some layout changes and um, how some of that functions. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I think the big takeaway here is the the entertainment, the learning opportunities. Uh, that's all still there, and you know, to the fullest extent of what we can do. And what are the dates again? April 22nd through the 24th of 2022. That's the way to do it, folks. Get it in the calendar now. Megan Hanashunk, she's the general manager of the Midwest Horse Fair, back in person, face-to-face, in all its glory, at the Alliant Energy Center grounds again, as she said, coming up April 2022. Find out more. Stay up to date on the conversation and the new acts that are being announced at MidwestHorseFair.com. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke.